It's a tingle hopper. I feel strange. It means you're a baboon. And I'm not. I'm talking about like a big bear. Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna do my actor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Copper plated kettle, copper plated kettle, copper plated kettle, copper plated kettle. Ken Dodds, Ken Dodds, dog's dead. Ken Dodds, dog's dead. Betty bought a bit of butter, but but Betty Betty bought a bit of butter, but she thought the butter bitter, so Betty bought a better bit of butter to make the bitter butter better. Betty's an idiot. I think we're all warmed up there. That's that's good. I feel alive. Got my energy drink. No promo. No promo. I'm drinking sneak, no promo. Um, <laughs> hello and welcome to Roth and Meek. Oh no, I've got to say happily ever after. It's been ages since we've done it. I'm not ready. All right, all right. <laughs> you taking notes? Yeah, taking notes. <laughs> got it wrong. Hell yeah, that's one to me. <laughs> hello and welcome back to Happily Ever After with Ross and Miko. This is Ross. Hello. And I'm Miko. Hello. And there's a slight delay on Ross's hellos because we're on a video call. It's 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 the world we live in now, isn't it? What are we doing today, Ross? Well, today we are getting drunk. It's Sunday, so it's God's Day. So um, I don't know why I mentioned that. It might not be God's Day, actually. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to move on. <laughs> uh, we are going to be watching uh, Disney, a Disney yeah. film. Mm-hmm. That's my note there. Here, I'll tell you what I'm going to be doing today. Oh, no. I'm going to be dunking on Sting. Okay, okay. I don't think I've ever heard you use the phrase dunking on before. I know. that's. I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing it in. Wow. Uh, 2021, I'm going to be dunking on people, Mm -hmm. which made me think, we'll maybe get to this after, but uh, people who you don't want to do Disney uh, soundtracks. Oh, right. Have you got a list? Well, Sting. Sting, yeah. Okay. Um, well, you were in love. You too. Me? Why not me? <laughs> I did great. <laughs> you jokester. Today you... we are watching Emperor's New Groove. Isn't that right, Ross? It is Emperor's New Groove. I have a small amount of details here. Just this is just the this is just standard stuff. Mm. Uh, two thousand. That's the year that it was born. Twenty Directed years by... ago. Twenty. Twenty well, one years ago. Years ago. How long, mental is that? That's far too long. There's people Make- what what come watch our stream what that weren't even alive when a prisoner mm. was released. That's that's madness. Troubles. It was directed by Mark Dindal. Mm. Um, I, I'm sure he doesn't say his. That's how he like says that. it. Dindal, <laughs> like a doorbell. Just, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's also directed Chicken Little, which oh. uh, I never watched. Have you never Have seen you it? Ah, no. I've watched, I've watched it. There's a lot of Chicken Littles in this coming up. Okay. Um, and apparently there's a, an upcoming uh, Garfield film that he's in. You look um, like you just got distracted by a shiny. I did. Um, <laughs> a, a thing did a ding dong, uh, but it's fine. I didn't doubt. All right. So this film took six years to make. They okay. started making it in 1994. I know a little bit about this film so uh, again we should clarify ross is the keeper of truth what, what does that I'm mean the ross? Of truth. 
Well, what it means is um, I've I've spent some time and I've um, written some notes. Well, the devil's written some notes, and I've just uh, I've just got them here, um, and I've watched some documentaries and been in them. So I know a little. I, I know some things. <laughs> I know some things. What can I say? Um, whereas Miko's not seen this film since. Not that long ago, maybe a few years ago. I really like this film. And th this is what I was going to say. Normally, one of us is the Keeper of Truth and the other one is just clueless, mm -hmm. uh, other than their vague memories of the film. I know some stuff about this film. Because so I really love this film. So I, 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 got some, I got some facts as well, although they might be incorrect. It's, you know, I haven't looked them up recently. I don't anything, know. So I don't know. You might be able to correct me. But I know, I know some stuffs. And I know that this film was in production for a long time. I know mm -hmm. that it went through a lot of changes. I know yes. that it was meant to be a very serious film. Yes. And I think, I think I know what it was called. Mm -hmm. I started that sentence more confidently than I finished it. Yes. Uh, I think it was called Empire or Kingdom, Kingdom of the Sun, Empire of the Sun. Yeah, it, it was called Kingdom of the Sun, originally directed who, by Roger Allers. Um, who directed who, Lion King. Who did Lion King, yeah. So they were like, oh man, you need to come and do another film. And then mm. so he did. And then uh, like four years into this, they were like, do you know what? Well, he was like, I'm going to go. There was a lot of people. It was very confusing. There's there's lots of people who came and went in this film. Mm. It's, uh, it's interesting. And and they, I, f I feel like they've turned out with a gem uh, amongst some absolute madness. They, they've, they've pulled out something mm. a little bit special and unusual for Disney. Yeah, well, but, I, I love this film. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people haven't seen it or don't remember it as fondly as I think it deserves. I think it's definitely the funniest ever Disney film. It's probably the most quotable Disney film, I'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm so looking forward to it. It's weird. It's very self-referential and um, kind of modern comedy, which Disney didn't really do up until that point. So. We've spoken about this before in older podcasts or just drunk on your couch, I can't remember. Um, Same thing. But the, yeah, but that's true. Um, but the, the style of comedy was more Warner Brothersy, more like Animaniacs kind of. Oh, wacky. yeah, oh, Looney Tunes. It's got Looney Tunes yeah. at the heart. Like, there's actually some, um, some of the voice actors are, well, one in particular mm. does half of the Looney Tunes these days. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a huge Looney Tunes vibe about it. So, uh, before we get into the film, there's some basic house cleaning we need to do. House cleaning? Is that what? No, house I'm work. not doing any of that. What do you people say when, like, they go some things we need to do some house house home invasion ha home some invasion. home invasion we need to do um yeah. so uh first things first uh we make a special cocktail for every single disney film we do uh it is normally meant to fall upon the keeper of truth uh but R ross was like i'm not doing that there's we, we're in lockdown there's not a lot of things we can get our hands on so i've only got a minimal amount of mine as well um, and I've not got a name for it yet because there's so Ooh. many things you could call it because Emperor's New Groove is full of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could call it the pill bug. I could call it Yzma's Revenge. I could call it Llama Potion. I could call it Miko's New Groove. All these kind of things. Um, I feel like it should be like Crunks something. Whatever crunks. rhymes with crunk. crunk it's not rude. Dunk. Um, <laughs> that's what I know. Um, but this is, but it looks very brown right now, which is rank. It's meant to look purple. I, do you know what, Ross? I got purple food coloring, but I got the gel stuff that you got before. Oh, yeah. I got it just to gel honor fam. you. 
Anyone that doesn't know, go watch uh, our last, I think it was the last one, the Little Mermaid podcast. I told Ross to get blue food colouring and he got this weird gel cake stuff. Hell, and now look at you. Now and look now at I've you. got it and yeah, and it doesn't work because it's, it's a murky, nasty brown. But anyway, but this it, is yeah. bourbon, honey, apple juice and sparkling water um, and a little bit of bitter and a little bit of purple food colouring which I've just put a bit more in but it doesn't seem to be working I don't have any chopsticks in right now but I do have a, a Mickey Mouse straw so I'm rocking you it with just that one cho- you just need one chopstick you know you don't need a double and it's just yeah. to swirl it all around yeah. there that's yeah. what you want uh, and and we need to talk about the um uh the, 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 what, what the rules what, what's going to be the drinking rules now and you know this film quite well so you could probably I'm, I'm assuming you've, you've been thinking about this I time. had to hold myself back a little bit, Ross. Oh, I had rare, Because, well, there was, there's a lot of rules. It's like, yeah, I know this film fairly well. I was like, there's loads of things I could do that would be really, really brutal. Um, so I've tried to, to not go too intense. I've got oh, a question. Oh, no. I've got a question for you, Ross. I've oh, got no. a question. No, stop the questions. What? What, what? Why? Why did you... Uh, I'm so excited to watch this, but I wasn't mm. expecting it. As I said, I was expecting either Fox and the Hound or Treasure Planet. That, those were my two guesses you'd pick. What made mm. you pick this one? It was actually someone was uh, talking about it on the internet, strangely enough. And um, The internet? And it, Tell me more. Well, it's this thing where you plug... It's, it's basically plugs, and um, mm. and you... You, you plug yourself into the into electricity and then suddenly it tells you things. Mm. They were talking about this documentary, which we'll, we'll go into in some, but the sweat box. And uh, I just thought, oh, that sounds really... Because I want, and then I thought it was a joke because they were like, oh, yeah, well, I watched the documentary about the um, Emperor's New Groove and it used to be called something else. And what they described to me was the, what was it, the road to El Dorado? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's they're making a joke because they're saying the road to El Dorado is a Disney film, but it's not. And then, and then I found out that they weren't making a joke. That that uh, that's a completely different. That sneaky, sneaky devil, Katzenberg, wasn't it? Katzenberg, yeah, you know that. You, you've you've read my notes. Um, <laughs> I fat yeah. chance of me being able to understand what you've written down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so I... Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that this sounds. And Sting, any chance to dunk on Sting, which is what we're doing in twenty twenty one. Ross is here to dunk on fools. Boom. Specifically Sting, who I did not know until right now he had a thing against. He a fool. And I dunk upon him. I know I someone th- that you don't like. Oh, there's lots loads of people of... I don't like. I'm, I'm very... not. You're a very loving, gentle person. But you don't like I'm, Phil I'm... Collins. And he's done quite a few soundtracks for this. I don't like his music. I don't know what he's like as a person. Whereas with Sting, there's something about Sting. It's a bit like uh, your YouTube man. Um My YouTube man. You two, man. Oh, ba- Bono, Bono. Bono, yeah, there's a thing about them. So what I loved about this this documentary was within two minutes, this documentary is made by his wife. And within two minutes, one of the people in the documentary is like, oh, Sting, could you be any more obnoxious on camera? Because that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Why, why is, she make, is she making a documentary about him or the film? Well, that's the question. It's half and half. <laughs> you, you know what I watched last night, Ross? What did you watch? No, wait, no, let me guess. Uh, that's why you asked me. Um, no, it must be something guess. I know about because no, you... No, no. It was All just right, a polite way to start. You're never going to guess. Uh-uh. But go anyway, go. Oh, well, well, you've excluded me from our own conversation. No, I, I'm trying to include <laughs> You'll never you. know. It's all pointless. <laughs> I believe in you. You can get it. 
Starts um, with an H. Was it a Highlander? No. Highlander 2? No. Good guess, though. I watched uh, a horror movie, a spooper, on Shudder, the horror Ooh. premium service, mm. called Host. And it was very good. It was very, very good. Host. It was, yeah, it was about a Zoom meeting where... If they do a seance over Zoom, then it all goes wrong. Spoopy, spoopy, spoop, spoop. Hey, I'd be up for doing that. Uh, Who would you want to speak to, bring back from the dead? Me? No one. Yeah. That's creepy as hell. I would leave my no house one. and burn everything down. No, there's no one that's dead that I want to talk to. Not, Not that I like know. Not that talk Groucho to me. Marx, because that would be really funny, because he'd just come back and say like one thing and then and then be gone again. So you like so in, in your hypothetical here, I can contact anyone that's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we, we could contact I Walt thought... Disney. We could do a podcast with Walt Disney. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> why have we not done that already? That's not that that. That'd be cool. I don't know. What about you? Do you have someone? Well, as I said, uh, Groucho Marx, I think would be fun. Um, Charlie Chaplin, but in his silent years. You'd want to talk to silent Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, just to see what he does. Oh, no, so no, you, no. you and your hypothetical here, you can see the ghost as well. Not necessarily, but you could hear him moving. <laughs> so you want to hear the ghost of Charlie Chaplin falling over? That's oh, it'd be hilarious! <laughs> yeah, my thing's gotten a little bit more purple now. It's less like sewer water. I, I don't know That's what you're good. talking about. Uh, the drink. Oh, okay. Plus, I'm not getting that personal. I forgot about that. <laughs> that, was, that was a private conversation. No, just because we're not on the internet fully. We're only half on the internet. You're starting to get it's time for ding dong talk. Imagine, imagine watching Disney's Pocahontas with the spirit of the actual Pocahontas, <laughs> and knowing how different that, that story is in real life. That'd be what horrible. What do you mean different? Doesn't she get saved by Mel Gibson? <laughs> by a raccoon. A raccoon called Miko. Yeah. I've not seen Pocahontas in ages. What else happens? She paints with the colors of the wind, which is mm-hmm. just a confusing uh, hobby. Her dad is sung by Jim Cummings, ah, my guy. Uh, he doesn't voice the character, but when it comes to the song, Savages, Savages, Herman, uh, that's him. I Did think... you watch the um, uh, the other Pocahontas film that came out? It was... Uh, Pocahontas. <laughs> this time it's personal. Uh, no, it's What's-His-Face who directed The Thin Red Line um, and... Uh, Badlands and all that, and it looked beautiful, but it was like four hours long. Mm. And I think Colin Farrell was. Um, I the don't John think I've ever character. seen a film that was four hours long. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Good Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah, he is good. I, I, like I every time he turns up on stream, I'm like, I at stream on. <laughs> every time he's he always popping stream. by our stream, guys. If you haven't checked out the Ross and Mikko stream, yeah. Colin Farrell's there sometimes. Anyway, let's uh, let's get to this this uh, this game. Let's Segway. play this game. It's a good thing I've recorded all those. Meanwhile, in the Temple of Doom, Ross and Mikko yeah. got distracted. Oh, I made all those SpongeBob things, didn't I? Like two hours later. Seven oh, and I found there's later. a website oh, where um, it's like a, an AI that does. Um, some of them are bad but voices so uh, one of them is an actual spongebob voice and you can type in and it'll say stuff as spongebob that's cool but i've got uh, you for that can you do a spongebob uh not really wait oh squidward's in this right don't jump ahead uh drinking rules miko how are you drinking tonight this evening oh heavily uh nice. as you know ross i'm doing dry january with the exception of uh, this disney podcast so i've been sober for 10 days 
and it's not doing mm-hmm. me well. Um, but today we're, uh, we're we're breaking that, and we're breaking it in style because we have a few. It's not the most drinking rules I've ever had for a film. As I said, I had to rein myself in because there's lots mm-hmm. of good done. So we first of all we've got our Disney standards, which we always do, which both Ross and I will drink for all of these. Uh, anytime a character dances, anytime a character sings, any sidekick wisdom, I think there will be a lot of that in this one with Cronk uh, and Pacha. Oh uh, man, Cronk. Oh man. Dead or missing parents. Uh, I don't know how often they get referenced, but he has missing parents. Um, and an evil laugh. So we will drink anytime any of those things happen. Uh, the additional specific Emperor's New Rule... Gro- uh, <laughs> Emperor's New Drinking Rule. Emperor's rule. New Groove Rules. I've had two sips of that uh, New Groove cocktail and I'm already... This is going to go well, everybody. Mm, there are four rules here. Uh, Ross will pick two of them. The first one he will pick is a name. Ross, you can choose between... I always let you pick first. Mm-hmm. Cusco, Kronk, mm-hmm. or Emperor and Yzma. Oh, um, I think Yzma probably shouts Kronk a lot, so I'm going to avoid that. Okay. My boy Kronk. So you're down to Cusco or Emperor plus Yzma. All right, I'm going to go Emperor plus uh, Yzma. Okay, so every time someone says Emperor or Yzma, Ross will take a drink. I'll, uh, I'll, go, right. I'll let you choose. Should I go Cusco or Kronk? Uh, you've got to go Kronk. Right? Okay. Or, or are they going to say Cusco more because he's a llama and everyone's going to, Cusco? Where's Cusco? All there is is a llama. No, it's going to be Kronk. She's going to be okay. shouting Kronk constantly, right? Yeah, probably. I think so. Kronk! Yeah. So the easiest one, uh, which Ross will not be drinking for, but I will, is every time the fourth wall is broken. Mm. Uh, this film is a bit self-referential, breaks the fourth wall. So anytime <laughs> that happens, uh, take a drink. Uh, anytime... Uh, someone uses a potion uh, or a, a potion happens, like a potion gets exploded or drank or anything like that. Any magic potions being used uh, or broken. And the big one, anytime someone says the word llama. So oh. I will let you choose between llama and potion. Llama will definitely get said more. However, yeah, there is a that, scene towards the end. There's a scene at the end, yeah, with yeah. all the potions. Yeah. But do they do they keep saying like mm. So you will have to drink for every single one of those potions. Jeez, you you're a harsh. Yeah, baby. So your choice is either get real drunk early or get real drunk late. Alright, I'm gonna be llama, but I'm Ooh. I'm gonna be on mostly beer, so I nice. hopefully that won't nice. Be. Okay, and so for anyone watching or listening along in the future or right now on our Discord, um those rules again, if you're doing full Miko rules, it's every time someone says llama, every time a potion is used or broken, uh, every time someone says either you can choose your own Cusco, Kronk, or Emperor and Yzma, and any time the fourth wall is broken, plus the Disney standards, any dancing, singing, psychic wisdom, dead parents, or evil laughs. Whoa! Yeah. So, okay, there we go. That's the film. Those are the rules. That's the thing. That's what we're doing. Let's go and watch this film. Let's yes. have some drinks if we're in imbibing in that way. And let's come back here and talk about the film. Do you have a, a fact that you want to give us before we go in? Any? You sometimes like a sneaky little bonus fact before we start. Sneaky bonus fact. So, um, I did the bonus. I did a little sneaky one uh, when we announced this on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Sting. Let's dunk on Sting. That's all I'm going to say. Let's do it. Uh, they were like, "Oh, 
we want you to sing this and it's the first song in the in the film and uh and he was like no someone young needs to sing this you know <laughs> someone someone that's so, the essence of the song so they went cool tom, tom jones tom jones <laughs> Do you want to sing the song? And he was like, yes. <laughs> yes, very much cool. so. Thank you. Ross, I'm very excited. Have you got your beverage yeah. ready? I will do in a minute once I go away and come back. Excellent. Let's go away, come back. Let's go watch the film. Right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Let's get back into it. Ross, do you want to do our, our intro back in? Boom, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and the, 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 the podcast. Do, do, do. Dude, we just watched The Emperor's New Groove. We did. Everybody. We did. It was really good. It was really, it, oh, it's so good. It shouldn't be that good. That's the thing. It shouldn't be that good. It and should it, be that good. It shouldn't be that underrated. That's what it shouldn't be. Oh, Ross. there you go. Oh, you've pulled that rug from under me there. And I, I thought that was the rug of victory. And you just went, no, I <laughs> shall have The rug of victory. And stand upon it with your improved words, you soul. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like all I know is that this film doesn't get enough attention and enough love when people talk about their favorite Disney films. This film is often forgotten, and it's so different, so different from every other Disney film. It is significantly funnier than probably every Disney film, in my opinion. And uh, and it's a different I think kind it's of comedy, though. That's the thing. It's a different kind of comedy. Yes. Yes. Which, as I've said before, you and I have talked about this off stream, off podcast. Um, I've off said it's more of a more Warner Brothers style of comedy than a Disney style of comedy. Uh, which ultimately, as much as we're big Disney fanboys, I think uh, Looney Tunes and Animaniacs and stuff like that are are fun. Yeah, it's than got Disney Looney Tunes, and I'll, I can tell you this straight off the bat. This is one of the very, very few. Yeah. Um, that's all I could find. Um, I don't. I, I want to go deeper into that. This is really nerdy. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the very, very few Disney films that has um, uh, sound. I Sorry, don't I, think. I don't think that's true. I think you. I you couldn't just remember. Didn't lie no. There. Yeah. You, know, you, you <laughs> caught that, did you? <laughs> uh, Hanna Barbera uh, sound cues. Hanna Barbera, like proper yeah. Scooby Doo Flintstones. Yeah, the Scooby. Uh, and and all that kind of music that the, the weird little sounds that they do there's hannah they're, they're specifically hannah Barbera sounds that wow. disney well i'm and looking it, forward to learning all all the things about this um but first and foremost because we're both a little bit intoxicated we need to address that the drunken elephant in the room what mm. did you think ross of mm -hmm. the uh the drinking rules that i made because i thought these ones were among the best i've ever done this is your most human you've ever done this. Like, uh, like everyone seems to be alive for the most part. Mm. Um, you you married Emperor with Isma. Lama was really harsh. Lama was really Especially harsh. To, to be fair to me though, I gave you the option of choosing Lama or choosing whenever a potion is used, and mm -hmm. you chose to go with the word Lama. Mm -hmm. I did not force that upon you, and and I even stated outright that that will be a harsher rule. But you went with it. You went for I it. I did. I did go with it. And you know what? I'm proud. I'm gonna burp. And you picked Emperor and Isma. I think that that's the thing I'm probably most pleased with in terms of the drinking rules was the names. 
because mm-hmm. every time we've done this so far the names have always been slightly lopsided we didn't know which way until we'd watched the film it's a, a recurrent thing with disney isn't it it's like you're like uh um, i'm gonna do like thumper or something you're like no one's gonna say that and then they have a, a thumper, thumper, one, thumper, thumper, one scene <laughs> where someone goes what's your name and they go thumper, 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 thumper. yeah and you're like oh i'm fucking drunk so um yeah yeah, yeah, in this, this in this bit. one, uh, Isma and Emperor got said a lot at the start, along with Cusco. Like, so I I was Kronk, I was Kronk because you chose Kronk for me because you thought that would be the worst one. Mm. In the end, I don't think it was the worst one at all. I think it was probably the best one out of those three options. Uh, it was close. It was close. I still had a lot of Kronks, but at least for the first half an hour. It was all Emperor, Cusco, and Yzma. Hey, you can never have enough Kronk. How good was Kronk? I, lo- I love Kronk. He's one of my favourite Disney characters ever. It's Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating character as well because it was kind of designed and the, um, the way they, they did it, they were like, well, we're going to assume that Kronk is her boyfriend, like this young jock. But apparently uh, in the TV show... Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll get to the spin-offs and Emperor's stuff. New School, is that what it's called? Yeah, um, it's kind of revealed that she gets a new Kronk guy every, like, I don't know 50 years or something, I didn't write down the thing but okay, it's like okay. this whole, but he's so adorable he's he's great, and he's great I love, uh, I can't remember, I think it was on, on our uh, Twitch channel which uh, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Rosamiko um, the other day we were doing uh Disney characters who would like to uh, be in a fight with and look after your children. Yes. I actually was going to bring this up for a totally and, different reason. And uh, yeah, Kronk, he's, he's perfect. Cause Not, he's, neither of us mentioned Kronk, but you'd, you'd want Kronk. Kronk's huge. He's a big dude. No, someone did. Someone did, I think, in the chat. Oh, someone, someone in the did. chat, right, but we did. Yeah. But yeah. I was going to bring this up for a, a, to- a totally different reason. I was going to bring it up for Patch's wife. Mm. Someone that you'd want in a fight and to take care of your kids because she's a badass. She'd absolutely Here's a little, a little Disney quiz for you. Oh, right. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, with her. What is the Disney first to uh, do with her in this film? Um, Can you figure it out? The first uh, pregnant actor to voice a character. What? How did you do that? Is that right? No, oh, it's okay. almost right. <laughs> okay. What is it? That's so weird. It's the first um, animated pregnant woman in a Disney film. And ah. you managed to make it the first pregnant actor in a Disney film. Weird. Well, I didn't think it would be the first. I, I didn't think about that. It'd be the yeah, first pregnant character. So I just thought that maybe the, the voice actor was, was pregnant while, while voicing the character. Well, um, as far as we're aware, first visually um, mm. available pregnant character. First open, <laughs> openly pregnant. Yeah. The first openly pregnant character. That's yeah. cool. She was great. Uh, does she have a name? Because mm. I didn't know what's being she said. Does, yeah. So actually, her name is Chica. Chica, right. Mm-hmm. She's great. And she's played by uh, Wendy Malick who's in uh, Bojack Horseman at the moment, uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. She's got, she's got an extensive uh, cartoony... She's uh, a voice actor. Yeah, Yeah, she's great. Well, I think she's been in stuff as well. Because like, when I see your face, she's yeah. like, ah, I know that face, but I don't know 
we're from like loads she, of she was loads great of she was great such um for such a small role in the film she was incredible i really really liked her um just that that confidence and uh and comfort and kindness it all mm. just came across so quickly um yeah i mean and that's in the writing as well which is yeah. it, it's like yeah and, a, and a, to me, a peak example of how a character that isn't in a film for very long can have a very, very strong presence. But you're the keeper of truth, Ross. I am, yeah. You've I'm... done all the research. You know all the things. You're here with the info. You've got some notes that you can't quite read because you writ them yourself. But yeah, no where idea. do you want to go first with this? What do you want to tell me? Well, let's dunk on Sting. Mm. Can you make it like a, a thing happen when I do that? Like dunk, dunk on Sting. All right, give me that theme song again on its own so I can use it. All right, here I go. Dunk on Sting. Do. Well, let's dunk on Sting. He a fool. And I dunk upon him. 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 And I dunk upon him. So there is a documentary about yeah. this film called The Sweatbox. It's owned by Disney, but they've never released it. And it's uh, directed by Trudy Styler. Mrs. Sting. Mrs. Sting. Um, at that point, I have no idea. I don't follow Sting's life, so <laughs> I have no idea. But um, it was part of his contract. He uh, He was like... Ah, uh, because you know that's the best thing in the world for a musician to be like. Do you want to do a, a, a after Elton John? And uh, uh, I was about to say Damien Rice, Tim, Tim Rice? Rice, Tim Rice, uh, doing uh, Lion King. And you're like, this is your this is your moment to shine. He had this um, this this thing, and he wrote six songs, um, and uh, and that was without knowing. Like to be fair to him. They were like, so here's here's the vague thing. So the original thing, so I should get to this. Um, the, this film was called Kingdom of the Sun. Yeah. It was directed by, it was going to be directed by Roger Allers. Director of Lion King. Allers, director of Lion King. They gave him this and it was really exciting. And um, it was going to be a very serious thing um, with lots of kind of uh, ancient Incan kind of yeah, uh, stuff going on, and it was going to be really large and huge and very serious, from what I understand. Yeah, it was. Well, it was going to be in the traditional thing of like every so often there'll be a, a song and there'll be a, an emotional moment, you know, like classic, classic Disney. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is absolutely not what this film is, but um, yeah, but originally it was. So Sting wrote six songs, he sort of, and and then it keeps cutting to um. Like, like, it cuts from them making the film to him being like, oh, I don't know if I've got any more time. Horse riding, like, in the Andes or something, and then cutting to him, and he's suddenly in his, like, mansion in France, and suddenly cutting to him in his mansion in wherever it is, and cutting to him in his mansion in somewhere else. And it's like, all right, this guy's an arsehole. I don't know. Dunking on that guy, Sting, his name Give is me Sting. the theme tune again. I, I can't remember. I, I mean, oh. make up a new one. Donkey Sting. <clears throat> but Sting would do it differently, wouldn't he? He'd be How like, you do it. You're just cutting all of this. Oh, this is bad, isn't it? No, no, it's great. 
See, so I'm trying to think of. You better turn out that light. Hmm. Red light. Hmm. Duncan on sting. I don't know. <laughs> something to do with like I hate him. Yeah, I can tell. Mm. Oh, I went blurry. I was so excited that my camera blurred out there. That sounds great. You're doing a, a great job. So, so this, this so Sting did took... the songs. Why why was Sting songs why 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 Sting song was Sting not song. in the film? Let me tell you why Sting song not in the film. Um, be, because um, so this film took six years to make. Yeah, and 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 it it basically got made in the last year and a half because they threw everything out, which included the characters, which Sting songs, Sting songs, Sting songs, Sting songs, Sting songs were um, yeah, fundamentally they were about those characters, and because so originally the the film was a uh, Prince and the Pauper style thing where um the uh emperor may found I, a guy may I, may I may i come in to try and sound smart ross I, uh, <laughs> I you may come in to sound smart yes I, I told you i know some things about this film i know some shit mm. even though i'm not the keeper mm. of truth i didn't do any Please. research on oh. this but i know some shit multiple truths i so i i should make it clear the reason that i know some things about this film is mm -hmm. i went to disneyland in the year 2000 so that sounds like a busted song. <laughs> I went to Disneyland in the year 2000. Not much had changed, but this, they still went Space Mountain. There was a, a, a room where you could go in and they had painted cells and stuff like that off the next film. And it was The Emperor's New Groove. But I think oh, at the time cool. I was there, it was still being called Kingdom of the Sun. I, 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 or they had another code name for it or something. But I know... That uh, I can't remember what it was you were saying that made me launch onto this rant. What were you talking Nobody about? Nobody does. It's fine. Do you remember? About uh, a lot more serious. Um, no, well, no, just no. a general what, film. What were you just. Uh, Sting. Fuck, what were we talking about? I don't need your red light. Do you, you know what's horrible? And I was like, I know what it is. So I was going to jump in and be like, hey, I know this thing. And then. The and thing that made me hate Sting, right? Let's. Let, I think that's what you're trying to get at. Uh, <laughs> and even if it's not, that's where we're going. Okay. Um, his most famous song is about him when he was an English teacher, having a a, a schoolgirl fancy him. I'll be watching you. No, uh, the red light one, whatever that is. Roxanne. Yeah, and uh, so they're like, "Can we get two songs from you? One at the start and one at the end." And uh, and he kind of pulls it off, and then obviously there's the the Tom Jones thing, which is so he amazing. wrote that. Yes, he wrote that you're the hippest cat in creation. The coolest he cat he literally wrote that. The and then they, and you sing that for us, and he said, "No, young per people need to sing that." A younger person, and they got Tom oh, Jones. It's so Who beautiful. Surely yeah. must be ages with Sting. No, he's. Um, I think he's sixteen years older or something. Oh, he's older. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Tom Jones is an old man. Perfect I, I think... world begins and ends with me. It is great. It's a great intro. Like what? It's what great. It's, way to, it's so to good. Do a, a Disney thing. Yeah. I would never have guessed that Sting wrote that song. That was one of two, uh, and possibly more. To be fair to Sting, and I don't like Sting, so I don't like being fair. No to way. Like, you can't like, tell. Um, that was one of two, uh, at least two uh, decisions that he made that I thought 
You know what? You all like me. You well, all like. What me. was the other one? Uh, uh, that would be a secret. Oh, all right. Okay, I don't uh, get to know. Well, I get to know later, or just never. Well, no, I can tell you now. Actually, oh, okay, it's not okay. a secret. So yeah, he uh, apparently the end of this film, uh, as, mm. as it as it turned out, um, Cusco would have made his water park slide thing, and everyone would be happy. Mm-hmm. And Sting was so angry at that ending mm-hmm. that he wrote a letter to Disney that got Roy Disney involved in that. And you know when Roy is involved, Roy things is involved. are getting really fucking serious. Yeah. When Sting talks to Roy. Shit's happening, yeah. And then, yeah, and Sting was like, "That's really Disney nasty kind of corporate, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And he was like, "That wasn't like, uh, yeah." So, no, fair, th- play, those... fair play, Sting, because that's, that's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you still get the exactly. same thing of everyone enjoying it because Patch is there with them and stuff like that, but it's on mm. the next hill. So screw those villagers. <laughs> They're clearly yeah. we didn't get to meet them. We don't care about them. We don't know about them. We didn't see their journey, so screw them. Bill Cusco told me mm. there. Oh, there was a lot of that as well in that documentary. You get to see the producers being like, "Why? Why has this person got a family?" And they're like, "Well, it's it's to try and uh, be like." And they're like, "But the fa- the family are just pointless and and, and wasting time." And I'm like, "Yeah, but uh, what? Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 really really that's nuts. Interesting. Yeah, all all of the things that look, managed to hit." But I, but I think they were doing it like when you when you think about animation, um, they have time to to work all this out. Mm. But they were doing this at like, not even double pace, like five five times. Well, yeah, because it had been delayed for so long. Yeah, and they asked for more delays, and they couldn't get it because apparently uh, they had McDonald's and Coca Cola sponsorship. Right. So there was they, they, they weren't sure. allowed to do any more uh, delays. It's it's. Uh, madness what i want to know is what was the original i i so here's what i know i know that it was initially called kingdom of the sun i know that there was a darker element to it i know that it was going to be more prince and the pauper that's what i was going to talk about earlier damn it was going to be more prince and the pauper and the idea was that uh the peasant who comes up isn't pacha it's someone that looks a lot more like cusco that's what I was going to, and, Ku, and the peasant was going to take the, they were going to swap places so mm-hmm. that Cusco could get away with the pressures and all, all this kind of stuff. But because of the road to El Dorado and because of the success and failure of other films in Disney and without, they decided to go down this more comical route. So what I want to know is how, how did all that happen? What was the initial film going to be like? What can you tell me about that? Well, it was it was it was exactly what you said, and it was because of the um, the really bad returns of Pocahontas, right? And um, uh, what was the other one? You'll you'll know that. I'll, uh, I'll Notre that. Dame and Hercules. Yeah, they were just basically getting lower and lower returns, so they were getting desperate, and so yeah, they panicked. I mean, we would never have got this film um, without panic, I think, which is really interesting. They also. Uh, this film came out at the same time as uh, the live action 102 Dalmatians, which Disney put it, put, put it, they I, put it. I heard all the budget for this ended up going into 102 Dalmatians. That's what I heard. Yeah, they put all of their effort into the, this. Like the, wow. this film, it was like. That's uh, insane. The a, other a def- most quotable Disney movie of all time. 
102 um, Dalmatians. Oh, and there's another amazing thing. Oh, there's so many things. I need to, to, to remove that so I don't say that later when I'm drunk. Um, so, yeah, the 102 Dalmatians came out with the same uh, thing. And this came out in December against Tim Carey's uh, The Grinch. So, again, it was Tim kind Tim Carey. Of... Love Tim Carey. Oh, sorry, Jim. I no, put Jim a... Curry. <laughs> I need to put a, put a little hook on that. So, yeah, they, uh, they kind of screwed themselves a little bit with... Uh, with that uh road to el dorado came out this year uh the same year as not this year like hey guys check out um so as as you mentioned while we're watching the thing or before i can't remember but um jeffrey katzenberg jeffrey katzenberg who do you want to give a brief history of him for anyone that's new to the podcast or doesn't know disney stuff i think the best way to describe it is Okay, well, I'll do it then. So Jeffrey Katzenberg used to work for Disney. Um, very, very talented and uh, respected man professionally, at least. Uh, he left and essentially created DreamWorks. And um, he was sort of the man behind the whole Bugs Life ants debacle. The rumors are that Jeffrey Katzenberg is behind, like he knew what kind of stuff was going on at Disney. So he was looking at ways for DreamWorks to try and catch up and counter it. And so there were a lot of scenarios where very similar films were being released at the same time. And uh, The Kingdom of the Sun was this Incan adventure. And so they made The Road to El Dorado to try and counter it. And yeah, and I think some of the actors in Road to El Dorado were actually initially meant to be in... Because wasn't Pacha meant to be played by Owen Wilson? Is that... Owen Wilson's correct, yes. I actually need to pee, though, because I haven't peed since the film. One pee break later. So welcome back. If like no one's left, this is a podcast. Uh, you're all still here. What or not? Um, <laughs> where, where were where were we? Do you want? Should we? Let's talk about the spin-offs. And I want to know if you've uh, played or seen any of these things. Can you start Those that are... sentence again? So I'm not talking over you. Let's talk about the spin-offs. That way. Go. Let's talk about the spin-offs. Mm. So. Um, I want to know if you've played or seen any of these things. Okay. Uh, there is a straight-to-DVD uh, film called Kronk's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody loves Kronk. Everyone so, loves Kronk. Uh, and I have seen Kronk's New Groove. And is it great? It's not as good as Emperor's New Groove, but as, as far as Disney sequels go, it, it's, it's, good. Mm. it's worth a watch. I, I wasn't disappointed. Straight-to-DVD. Um, There's a TV series. Emperor's New School, I believe. Yes. I haven't seen um, any of that. I think the the, the Disney TV series is, 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 I think they've been amazing. Like, look, the Aladdin ones. The Aladdin were, show was great. Yeah. And they got Patrick Warburton and Eartha Kitt in for Emperor's New School, didn't they? They did, and apparently... They um, spade, but they got those two. Uh, yeah, no Spade or, or, or Goodman, but Goodman came back for, like, the last season of it. Okay, so they got they got a good good amount of people. The only thing um, I know about Emperor's New School is there's an episode where uh, Kronk uh, appears in the woods in front of the Fountain of Youth and he accidentally drains it, and uh, but he gives uh, Isma the last drop, and so she goes young for a moment. So we see we see that she's a beautiful young person, and I only know this because I went down a rabbit hole years ago about the whole thing of uh, Yzma and her insane vanity. And Here's I, I the thing, did you, get, did you get the big joke there? The huge joke, the joke that we're all getting? 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking Everyone's about. getting the joke. Did you get like, the joke? Cusco turns into three animals mm. before he becomes a llama. Well, one of them is a llama. Yeah. The other two, uh, at the very beginning of the film, are his toys. No way! Yeah. So, uh, let's see if I can remember this. He gets turned into a, a, a little bird like a yago. Mm-hmm. Like a, a tiny little sparrow. Parrot, yeah, a little parrot. Yeah. Uh, and he gets turned into a, a big whale. Yeah. Oh, and so they're, they're, when, he's, when he's a baby. Yeah, at the very beginning. Oh, it's like, no it's like, like one minute's worth of things. So uh, that's cool. it's some kind of little potion that's like, in his in That's his cool. I like that. I like that. There you go. I thought you'd like that. All right. When the bridge falls, mm. if you freeze it at a, per, a particular moment, it says, damn. D-A-M-N. Oh, that's a good fact. Patrick Warburton. Yes. Cronk. Uh, so, I, like, from the moment we met the character, we loved mm-hmm. the character. Great character. One of the best See, when he, all time. He, he does that little sneaky thing and he's singing a little song. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Love it. One so, of the highlights um, of the film. He improvised that. No way, um, that's great. And um, because of the way uh, musical royalties work, Disney um, had to, so, so they own that sound, uh, which I've heard before with, um, with Bender from Futurama, because when he does his whistling, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were like, oh, see, you, you need to sign a little clause to say that. We all that know. music's ours now. Yeah, really, really weird. But yeah, Kronk was the best. I can we can we talk about that? Kronk, yeah. in my opinion, is one of the most underrated Disney characters of all time. When people talk about their favorite Disney characters, Kronk rarely comes up. But if you bring him up, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I love Kronk." It's it's a weird character to have. It's like a a lackey mm. who is um, probably. Well, you know, well, not even probably, definitely better than the lead, all the lead characters put together. To me, he's up there with Stitch and Genie and, and the best Disney characters of all time. Um, but I, th- I think all of the characters in this film were very likable. They, they did an amazing, because obviously Patch is really likable, right? He's, he's the most obviously likable character. But then you've got mm. Kronk, who I would say is probably second. But then you've got Cusco and Isma. Both of whom should be massively unlikable. One's the villain, an incredibly villainous and evil and awful. But there's a vulnerability about her. Her vanity mixed with her age makes her a kind of complex, vulnerable character. And you kind of feel for her at times, right? There's a, yeah, a patheticness about her. There, there's an opposite of um, like, like way back when we were doing this podcast uh, talking about uh, the Jungle Book mm-hmm. with the uh, Shere Khan yeah. element of we don't we don't we don't hang out with Shere Khan. We don't yeah. know what he's doing. He just appears near the end, and all we've done is heard about how terrible he is. Yeah. With this one we hang out with Isma yeah. and Kronk, and we kind of love him. Yeah, it, it kind of works, and and I think having the ability to make Cusco likable is so incredibly difficult to make a character that is so instantly unlikable so instantly you're like that is like every 
rich, entitled fucker I've ever met. And at the same time, you like them. I think the moment that I realized that was that was really cool was he'd done everything wrong and he'd been incredibly unlikable and ungrateful and stuff all the way through. And then they're about to go over the waterfall and, and you hear Cusco going like, let me guess, we're coming up to a big waterfall. Plenty rocks at the bottom, bring it on. <laughs> and there's something about that that you're like, yeah, like, I like this guy. Like he's just, he's, he's got, his, his confidence is otherworldly. And there's mm. there's just something about that that's kind of magnetic, and uh, and I think that's a really difficult balance to walk as a writer, and I think they did it incredibly well with Cusco. I can't think of another character in all of cinematic history that is that insanely unlikable and that likable at the same time. If that makes sense, I can imagine that's part of the casting though, because mm. uh, he's he's that guy. Um, Bye bye. Bye-bye kind of guy. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I watched some of the, his SNL stuff after this. and, and uh, Well, not after this, because this is after this. But um, <laughs> calling back to the original um, effort that they, they did, the original film, mm. in the dinner scene where um, Kronk is lighting candles. Yes. The candle holder was one of the original characters who was supposed to be like a um, like a Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, well, no, he wasn't. He originally wasn't supposed to be a, a an actual like candle holder. He was he was like an actual character, but they turned him into a, a candle holder. Uh, Huaka, this character from Kingdom of Sun, who was going to be like Isma's kind of guide type right. person. So there's a little reference there. Mm-hmm. Here's a thing for you. Miko. Cool. You ready for this? Yeah. Cusco is the second Disney protagonist to be of Native American descent. Who was the first? And then who was the third? There you go. The second protagonist to be of Native American descent. Yeah. Well, uh, Pocahontas would be before then. Correct. But then the third. Mm. Mm -hmm. The third Native American. I mean, Cusco is like from like Peru. This all seems to be based on like Machu Picchu type area, so it's it's not necessarily Native American. But I, I guess if you're talking the, the Americas, Amer- um, Americas, yeah, one big. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is my brain just going mad? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right, what came after that? Chicken Little, Home in the Range, Dinosaur, Atlantis, Treasure little. Planet, uh, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6. He skipped it. Um, oh, what? Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen. Frozen I love doing this to, to Miko. Ah, my brain! so good at the numbers and figuring out when everything is. Um, um, it's great. And he, but Bolt? he loves it as well, so it's Meet not a Robinsons? crime. Not doing a crime right now. I don't know. What's the third one, Ross? I'll tell you. Tell me. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I want you to tell me. You ready for this? No. Kenai. Oh, From Brother Bear. Brother Bear. Oh, yeah. I did miss it. You're right. That was yep. 2000 and... Three. Um, that's upsetting. Oh yeah. So going way, way back, 
um, when we were watching this, I was like, this is um, Shrek adjacent. Yes, you did say that at one point. What does that mean, Ross? Well, um, I'll tell I you mean, what it was made means. A re- it was made at the same kind of time. Exactly, the same kind of time. But the main thing why I said that, because I'm, 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 I'm a big Shrek. A sh- a shri- a big Shreker. Shreker. I'm a big Shreker. It's like a hater, but Shreker. Um, this was the last ever animated film, full full length animated film, before they brought in the Academy Award for Best uh, Animated Feature. Right. So this is one step away from winning the Oscar, from being the first. How would you have felt about that, Ross? Because I know you're upset that Shrek won the first ever best animated feature it was up against monsters inc it was it was obviously for anyone for anyone that thinks that we're just disney homers there was a disney film up against it as well which was atlantis we're (laughs) not arguing that as much but the fact is it beat monsters inc shrek beat monsters inc and when you think about animation and the steps that were taken the absolute advancement of animation technology that was monsters inc uh, along with it being hilarious and a great story and everything else, the fact that Shrek should never beat Monsters Inc. in anything. There's nothing that Shrek does that Shrek is, is so lazy in so many ways. Mm. It frustrates me, and yeah. and that's the thing. But it's 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 a populist thing, you know. Like yeah, like uh, I've got to let it go. So I'm I'm letting it go by crossing this out. Okay, yeah. it's hard to make Ross as angry as Shrek does, but I try. <laughs> Every single day. One pee break later. All right. So you were saying something about John Little, Little, Little Good. No, uh, John uh, Fiddler, Fiddler, um, Fiddler, Fiddler, who you spotted instantly. Who is the voice of Piglet? Um, Piglet. Yeah. Uh, this is his first Disney uh, role as a human. No way. Yeah. Can you name? Now he's been in loads of other Disney films, mm. uh, mostly as Pignet, Piglet, P- Pignet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name the? Because we have done, we've covered him because we've spoken about him before. Oh, Can shit. you remember which film that was that he's no. in? Um, is he in uh, Robin Hood? No, you got it. You did it. Um, How does he do it? He plays the turtle in Robin Hood, doesn't he? The little no, turtle with the big glasses. Smaller character than that. He plays the what? The oh oh he plays the little mouse. Yeah. yeah he plays the little mouse in the church. Yeah, I think it's Father Sexton Sebastian. I can't read my writing, but it's, yeah, <laughs> it's either Sexton or Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Se- sexy Sebastian. A sexy Sebastian. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and he he's he's looking out for Friar Tuck. That's right. Yeah, he's he's such an amazing voice. It's amazing. Um, and you were asking about uh, Wendy Malik, who played Chica. Um, she was great. She was so good. She like was what good, what what an she? amazingly likable character for being in it so little. I I think in the documentary it's. <laughs> It's, it's it's so weird because uh, the animator who was uh, assigned to her character, he was like, oh, yeah, they kept coming up to me and being like, uh, we've got some terrible news. Your character's died. And he'd be like, all right. 
and he's been, he's, he's been spent months drawing her in all the different like poses and then they come back to her and be like uh, back to this guy and be like oh by the way um great news she's got some lines so uh you can you can bring her back in and he was like all right and then they come back to her again him again and be like oh no he's uh she's she's dead it was it was crazy so two of my favorite disney films ever are princess and the frog and jungle book and the one thing that both of them have in common Aside from uh, incredible music that really fits the theme of the film better than, in my opinion, any other Disney movie, is a lot of side characters. Both of those films have a lot of side characters that don't have a huge influence on the plot. They aren't in there for very long, but they're all very well realized, very likable, very memorable. And in a weird way, I feel like, what's her name, Chica? Uh, yep. From Emperor's New Groove. Uh, sort of fits into that category of a character that is there, isn't in it for very long, doesn't affect the plot all that much, but is awesome. I can say that um, uh, one of the animators, Andreas Deja, mm -hmm. he um, after the, the 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 nightmare of this this film, he left because he was doing Isma, mm. but like he ended up bailing went to Lilo and Stitch, was the lead animator for Lilo, and I'm burping a lot. Oh, I, I, I had meatballs. He left because he was like, that, that version of Yzma is not the the, the version that I, I animate, I want to animate. Mm -hmm. So he went on to Lilo and Stitch, he did Lilo on Lilo and Stitch, mm -hmm. and then he went on to do uh, Madame Odie. Mama oh, Odie. Mama Odie is one of my yeah. favorite characters. I know. Um, this film has had, hold on, we can do this, three Annies. So um, Annies are animation awards. Uh, it's like the Oscars for animators. Uh, nobody really watches them or pays attention, but they're they're really awesome for because so many people do so much stuff. So this one's three. I don't know what the categories are for Annies. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm going to guess um, best lead female Isma. Eartha uh, Kit. Yep, yeah. individual achievement voiceover actor Eartha Kit. Yeah, boom, baby, come on. Um, I'm glad she won that. She deserved that. She was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, do they have a best like um soundtrack? Not as in emotional musical soundtrack but the sort of dum 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 all that uh, kind of stuff yeah i i'm gonna give you that but i i don't think what you're saying is what's happened but it's individual achievement in music sting and david hartley who was his uh the, um the guy that basically did all the work okay if you watch that documentary it looks oh, like yeah, okay but um okay so they want one yeah, for the music not the people that actually did the the, the, the orchestral the stuff okay yeah but um, I'll, I'll so what else could it be uh, individual achievement for character animation dale bear for uh Yzma. Yzma. so yeah a lot of love for Isma. Um, yeah oh yeah she was amazing mm -hmm. and, and really cool and it it it, it kind of sucks that the original uh, animator went on, but but went and did Lilo, who was also awesome. A few segues later, this is this is Disney Shrek, and it's better than Shrek, and that that's that's another thing that's really frustrating about controversial, Shrek. controversial. No, it is. 
I agree with you, but I'm a <laughs> well, Disney nerd. Well, don't say controversial, controversial. It's after controversial, you controversial. <laughs> Some people will disagree with you. That's fine. I have two exciting uh, Disney, really hardcore Disney um, questions for you. I love it. Give me it. They're, they're really hard, though. Okay. So, uh, during this film, uh, the animators, because of the, the length that it took mm -hmm. and the, the, the pain and all, all the stuff that was going through, and everyone was dealing with different things. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just burping a little bit. A little bit more. A little bit more. No. So much more. So yeah, during this, to keep the animators together, Disney allowed their uh, these animators to work on um, Eric Goldberg's um, short film that he was working on, who was who was a Disney animator. He was doing a short film, and they were like, "Yeah, now take these animators because this is paused because this is a nightmare." Yeah, yeah. They all went and did a thing. Um. And then, and then Disney was like, "Oh, we really like that thing. Can we put it into Fantasia 2000?" Ah, oh. can you guess what the thing in Fantasia 2000 that they all worked on? I've was? never seen Fantasia 2000. Oh so right, no, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, no. Have you seen it? Have you? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. Well, that's, that, no, ruins no. that. That ruins right. that that game, doesn't it? But um, yeah. So it's uh, Rhapsody in Blue, which, if you watch, is uh, an incredible. Uh, beautiful thing. So that was that was a, a little standalone okay. film, and it's got like that really cool style because it's it's a really jazzy. It's 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 a jazz piece. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, it's really beautiful. The other one was hold on. Sorry, I just don't want to hear too. Turning pages. You don't want to hear. You don't want me to hear you turning pages. Yeah. Why? I'm a professional. Professional. Yeah, I'm yeah. professional. I'm a role. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, according to IMDb, IMDb, I know that site. Which is wrong, by the way. There is four times Disney animations. Wait, but this fact is wrong. In the same year, four times. So I was like, oh, cool. That that'd be a great thing. So, so what four times? Two films come out. But this is wrong. You've already told me it's wrong. Yeah. No, it's Why seven. Why are you asking me a trivia wrong? A trivia well, question Well, it's wrong. seven. And I'm like, how many of those can you figure out? Oh, man. Including um, this year. So you'll probably... you get this year, no problem. Okay. Um, there was two in 1940. Fantasia and either Dumbo or Bambi. I can't remember which one. I think it's... I'm giving you the year. I mean, there's no points awarded here, but you you have the year right. 1940s. Fantasia yeah. and Dumbo. Incorrect. Bambi. Incorrect. What? Pinocchio. Correct. There you go. That's your first what? year. Okay. Okay. Bullshit. But okay. Um, <laughs> bullshit. I got bullshit. Was there any in the 40s? Because if so, I'm not going to get them. Uh, yeah, there was, and, and that's Solidos one of the Amigos ones that they, and Melody Time. Um, it was, yeah, Solidos Amigos and uh, Bambi, 1942, which mm. uh, was one of the ones that they totally missed okay. out of okay. of their IMDb. Yeah, because no one includes the wartime era. Uh, um, we, we haven't done any of these films. The next two, oh, okay. we haven't done any. We haven't done them yet. 
Oh, the popo are coming. The popo. Yeah. Okay. The year 2000, yeah. two Disney films were released at the same time, which is mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove, the one we're talking about, and Dinosaur. Yep. Does You've that got count? that one, right? Yeah. Okay. I think Chicken Little was released the same year as another one. I don't know. Right. We could spend ages on this, me trying yeah. to figure it out, and I think I could do quite well, but... It... All right. So the next one is... So, uh, um, 1977... Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh and The Rescuers came out at the same time. If you tell me the year, that could be a fun way to do it. Tell me the year right, and see yeah, if cool. I can guess what they are. 1999? 1999. Uh, oh, shit. Well, 99. Tarzan? Mm-hmm. Um, and... This is a trick. So it's not necessarily an animated classic? Uh, uh, I suppose it is, but it's a trick. Um... I don't know how else to say that. Lion King 2, uh, Simba's Pride. Oh, no, that's, that's all DVDs. This is, like, into... Oh, this is cinematic cinema. release. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All right, sorry. Yeah, it's Fantasia 2000 came out in oh. <laughs> Of course it did. Because otherwise it would come out in 2000, and then they would have had three in 2000, which would have been yeah. nonsense, okay, including yeah, yeah. Emperor's New Groove. Okay, yeah. So there's two post-Emperor's New Groove. Uh-huh. Um... There's 2002. 2002 is Treasure Planet. Fuck. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. And another Disney film. Lilo and Stitch. Correct. Fucking hell. Fuck. I lost and my finally, shit. finally, 2016. 2016, I don't fucking know. The last time. That was too close. So to reality. Frozen, Big Hero 6, what else came out around that time? Moana, I don't know what year any of these things were released. You're correct with Moana. Moana, nice, okay. Moana and... Moana and uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, Zootropolis. Ah, Zootopia. Zootropolis, so, Zootopia. I've got Zootropolis. I don't know what. Tomato, tomato. Okay, that was fun. I like that. That was a good challenge. Hey guys, yo, voiceover, voiceover segment. Tell me about it. I will tell you about it. So obviously, we all know David Spade. Do we all know David Spade? I think a lot of people don't know who David Spade is. To be fair, all right. He was very Saturday famous Live, at that time. You, um, if you SNL. Uh, YouTube search um, a bye-bye, bye-bye, which he does a in bye-bye. this film. Yeah, uh, he, that's one of his SNL things. He's a he's a. I didn't know that. Is that an SNL? I didn't. I genuinely didn't know that was an SNL sketch. Well, yeah, the one I that I watched. I think he's probably done it loads, but it's like the bastard airlines, and they're like bye-bye, bye-bye, and they're like, "Can you help me out?" And they're like, "Bye-bye, oh, bye-bye." <laughs> so it's one of his little little catchphrases. Your little town thing. He goes, bye bye, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, it's bye-bye. great. If you want to watch Patrick uh, Warburton and, and him we all together do. again, because they're, they're in a they're sitcom all... together, aren't they? Yeah, it's called Based uh, in an Rules office. of Engagement. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the one. Um, they're so great uh, voice actors for the reason that. He, that you can cast them as real versions of those people. And yeah. 
uh, and they will they will work as those. Yeah, because Patrick Warburton's a massive, handsome, off. Yeah, and David Spade's He's a big, uh, chiseled, chiseled yeah. man, and um, and David Spade is is like this he looks like he could play Emperor Kisco. Yeah, if they did a live action remake, they should just get those two back in. I totally get what you mean. That's one of the things we've not we've never given. Um, credit to is uh the the people who put these people together what's that called voice a casting director casting yeah because um that's that's one of the biggest things for the batman uh the animated series is uh what's her phrase andrea romano i think her name is Segway. a few segues later yeah yeah oh bob bergen uh, bob bergen bob bob the bergen yeah, Bob Bergen. Uh-huh. Um so he was the fly and uh no. another character, which is he was the fly the way, and Kronk was the tick. We've got all the insects. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the insects. I see what you did there. Um <laughs> Yeah, but the, this guy Porky Pig, remember in I Know That Voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that that tells you how to do the the porky pig voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that does all the sound that, effects as well. That's Bob Bergen. Yeah, that's oh, him. okay. They're, they're like, and and the rest of them are there as well. Wait, so who Jim was Cummings, he in Empress New Groove? You didn't do that. Bit. No, I did. He was a little fly. He was like three seconds worth. Of... Oh, the one that got eaten by the yeah, spider. He was like, right. Which was a reference to the original 1950s fly. Um, so there was a load of amazing voice actors who are only in it for two seconds. That's that's pretty much the voice actors. Um, I can tell you about the animation of Kronk if you want. I would love to hear it, Ross. Kronk's lead animator was Tony Brancroft, mm-hmm. who animated a character in Aladdin. Can you name it? The character he animated in Aladdin was. In Aladdin. Bam, 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 bam. Jafar. Almost. And he co-directed Mulan. Oh, Iago? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's a very, very cool character design. Very unique. So the names in this film. uh, Cusco is from the capital of uh, the Peruvian city, uh, considered to be the capital of of the Incan Empire, uh, Cusco. Mm. And uh, Pacha is from... uh, Patcha, Patcha Grass, Patcha Tukey, which uh, is the most improved lever, uh, most uh, what? What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounded amazing. Improved yeah. <laughs> most improved leader of all, uh, like one of the most famous uh, leaders of the Incan Empire, okay. or it also means Earth. But this is a really bad film for. Uh, all this stuff because uh, accuracy, historical accuracy, is not, it's not its uh, thing. With, with and that's different from Lilo and Stitch, where they've got people from Hawaii. Ah, oh, I see what you mean. Right. Yeah. The um, authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Mute. What are you muting for? Why did you mute? Um, it's microphone. Stylish microphone nonsense. I've got one more thing for you, Ross. Mm-hmm. I got 99 problems and a cronk challenge is one. I've said Dude. it to you over WhatsApp. Oh, no. I am going oh, to be the waitress. Oh, no. You know what to do? 
Wait, what? I've sent you a bit of dialogue. I'm going I know, to read the I can waitress's see it. part. You're going to read Kronk's part as fast as you can in his voice. All right, okay. Like he would. You ready? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready or do you want to practice? Now let's go for it. Like, I'm I can not edit this all day. Well. I'm not going to do this well, so go for it. Sure? Am I the waitress? No, Sorry. I'll be the waitress. You ready? All right. Ordering three pork combos, extra bacon on the side, two chili cheese samplers, a basket of living onion rings, a catch of the day, and a steak cut in the shape of a trout. You got all that, honey? Three anchors waiting. What? what, what? <laughs> three anchors waiting. What? <laughs> <laughs> Three oinkers wearing pants, plate of hot air, oh, basket God. of grandma's breakfast, and change the bow to a gill. Got it. You did it. You go. Well done. Well done, you. You go. <laughs> <laughs> you got all that, honey? Three oinkers wearing pants, plate, plate of hot air, basket of grandma's... <laughs> Uh, no, okay. There, there we go. So that's the podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What a lovely time we've had. That's the film. What do you think? Ask me again. Out of my full toilets. No, I'm burping. <laughs> you go. You go. Anything you want to say before we finish up, Ross? Uh, no. Thank you very much for joining us for this pub. It's been so long. We've been. Um, We've been trapped in in little bubbles. We so have long. been, yeah. And uh, and um, I didn't have editing software, but now we're back and we've done this. And this is the first time in months that you've been drunker than me at the end of the podcast, Ross. And I want to thank you for that. Oh, I bet you're really happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. Ross, you're a champion. Thank you for being the keeper of truth and giving us all the facts, including the ones that you decided you couldn't be bothered giving us. We look forward to hearing about them in a future episode. We will be back next month with the next Happily Ever After. We're back on this train. Ross, is your hand tired from waving yet? Because I can keep this outro going for a while. No, no, he's good. All right, thank you very much for joining us. This has been Happily Ever After with Ross and Miko. This has been Ross. Hello. I've been Miko. Hello. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. I feel strange. It means you're a baboon. And I'm not. I'm talking about like a big bear. Phenomenal. Cosmic power.